Hi, this is Laura Whitmore with the She Rocks podcast, and I'm here today talking to Gina Cecilia. How are you, Gina? I'm doing well. How are you, Laura? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, I have to admit, I'm a Facebook stalker of yours, and I watch you cook all the time. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of cooking, especially during this period. It looks amazing. I... Thank you. <laughs> I have figured. I, I have figured out that from being home, I have become a much better cook because I never had time to even think about it. You know. Yeah, it's a great thing to do. It's it's really relaxing for me and kind of cathartic and and kind of a great distraction from everything that's going on, everything else that's on my mind. And yeah, really, it's really gratifying too. I love. I absolutely love right? it. Right, because you like spend a couple hours and then you come out with this creation. I I kind of actually the other day I was thinking about it because it reminded me of like songwriting. Right, so you spend yeah. a couple hours in the end you have a song and you're like, look, I did that. Like I made that out of thin air. You know, uh, it's a really great creative outlet too. I love it. It's yeah. just kind of been a growing passion of mine. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I see that you, I mean, I've, I've been following you, obviously, and uh, I see that your new album, Love Me Madly, has been doing really great. And I just wanted to check in and see how it's going and what it's like to release an album during this insane time. It was very interesting. And uh, I, you know, it, it definitely kind of opened up new opportunities, too, and, and kind of allowed me to to be creative and or forced me to be creative in, in the ways that I'm connecting with people and, and, and promoting the music since I was supposed to go on tour this summer, but yeah, I had to cancel the tour. So without playing shows and without touring, it's, it's definitely a different experience releasing an album that way. But I, you know, I just kind of tried to kind of, as I always do, I, I just try to stay present on social media and, and really keep myself out there and, connect with people and 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 just kind of find creative ways to do that so i'm i'm really happy with with how everything went in spite of everything that's going on yeah. and it, it well received and it got some good press and and uh and, some and chart I, charting um, positions and all that yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i also kind of incorporated my cooking passion into into the album release and offering oh, recipes pre-orders <laughs> i did some live cooking streams during um, leading up to the release and you know so I just kind of just tried to keep myself out there and just kind of experimented with different ways of doing that that's really cool how have you um how, what can you give me an example of a new way that you've been able to connect with people um sort of in support of the album I guess the cooking would be one one of them you know, sure. I, you know I really have cooking cooking has been a really great way to connect with people and and it feels really authentic to me because I love cooking so much and it's just I, I really love love the art of cooking and food and I you know even on when I'm on social media I, I follow so many cooking pages and food pages on Instagram and I'm always watching videos and reading recipes so it's since it is a passion for me I it's been a really natural thing to just to put that out there and and people love food you know people yeah. <laughs> people have different tastes in music but everyone loves food. Everyone has that in common. And it's been a really great way to connect with people and, and, and to communicate with people and kind of share my recipes and, and everyone responds really well to that. And I, and so I've, I've been loving that. So that's something that I, I have done differently this release than in the past. Right. And, uh, well, I yeah. feel like if I was cooking and listening to your music that I would be making some really kick-ass bold dish there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and music and food 
go hand in hand. They're That's both, it. This, they is, really this is not for the delicate, you know, um, meringue or anything. This is like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like, um, you know, you can kind of, your food can kind of reflect what kind of music you like there to write. You know? <laughs> I like to write. I like to write simple music, simple songs that, that um, kind of um, with not, not necessarily minimal lyrics, but just kind of like, I don't like to overwrite. And I, mm-hmm. I like kind of say as, as much as I can say what I want to say with as little, with as few lyrics as possible. With as few lyrics as possible. See, so sometimes I, that's even harder than the other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, like to get to the point and, and get my message across with only maybe a few verses instead of, you know, 20. Right. But, and, and I kind of do the same thing with my cooking. I like to use basic ingredients and simple ingredients, but also have a lot of color and just create something delicious with basic ingredients. So yeah. I, I kind of, so I, I kind of do the same thing in my songwriting as I do in cooking. That's so interesting. <laughs> for me. Yeah. See, like that's an art. I think being able to create art from like a simplicity, I guess. Is, yeah, um, I really love that idea. I really yeah. love love simple music, simple but beautiful music. I think yeah. it's that's really ultimately because the most classic music is is for me is is the, is the most simple music. So it's um, funny though, like when I listen to your music, I I guess now that you say that, I can see that, but I didn't listen to it and think, oh, that's simple. Like I just thought it was like gutsy kind of, and um, you know, like. I don't know. Kick ass. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Sometimes it can evolve into something a little bit more complex once yeah. more are added and, and you get into the studio. But Yeah. Um, no, that's awesome. So you worked with Cody Dickinson uh, yeah. on this project and uh, I've met him and uh, like, can you share a little bit about that experience? Oh, that's so cool that you, you've met him. Yeah. Cody is great. He's so talented and I felt really lucky to work with him. I, I met him, actually, I only met him about a year ago, right before we started working on the album. We went into pre-production and and um, I wanted to make a soul album, kind of like a, a rootsy soul album, something a little bit grittier. And and, yeah. uh, and and he was kind of the perfect person for that. And we just, we hit it off and, you know, we, we shared a lot of ideas and we just worked really well together. And uh, he, he's so talented and he's just has such such a huge energy that's just infectious and it's really inspiring it was kind of like a a big motivating factor in my songwriting we we worked on the album and and wrote the album throughout the whole summer of 2019 and you know it it was just a really inspiring time for me and he played most of the instruments on the album and he produced it and we wrote the songs together and we did it at his home studio most of the album at his home studio in mississippi oh wow yeah. yeah, I can't say enough about his energy and his uh, enthusiasm, and he really gives a hundred percent to everything that he's doing, and he and it it really is was, was a pleasure to work with him. Yeah, that's awesome. It's funny I can't remember who it was, but I was talking to somebody else who just came out with like a roots um, sort of blues project, and they worked with him too. And I'm like, I guess he's the guy. He's the guy. Oh wow, cool. <laughs> he is. He is, and he's. Yeah. Um, He's been producing more and and he's he's doing a lot of things. He's always creating music, so he's a great person to work with. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. How has this project evolved from like your other albums that you've put out? Well, I think this is probably the most coherent um, uh, 
group of songs that I've ever done on an album. I've kind of, in, on, on past albums, I've kind of been all over the place in terms of genres. Like there'll be an R&B song, and there'll be a blues song, and then something more country, and then maybe something mm-hmm. more, and it's just kind of all over the place. And it's just, and which which is, is great, because that's, you know, I, I love all kinds of music. And, you know, it's, it's always represented what I love. And, but at the same time, it was kind of like, not like a, a coherent um, piece of work. So I, what I really wanted to do, I kind of had a mission for this album, mm-hmm. which is something new for me. I, I was kind of just like aimlessly write and record in the past, <laughs> not really a mission, having a mission. But this time I did, and I wanted to make a soul album. And I decided I wanted wanted it to be all love songs. And I um, wanted really wanted to to stay within the confines of soul. I didn't want anything that was even slightly country or slightly Americana. Yeah. I don't love it, but I just wanted to, to have something really cohesive. So even while listening to music during the writing process, while I was getting inspired, I didn't even allow myself to listen to anything that was even <laughs> remotely um, twangy. <laughs> you don't want to get distracted. You don't want to go down that, yeah, that other path. <laughs> so easily... Um, you can it can so easily rub off on you what, what, what you're listening to. So I made sure that I only listened to R&B and soul, and um, uh, so I, I really tried to stick with that. And and so I was kind of on a mission with this album, and I think that's exactly what we accomplished. So that's definitely what sets this album apart from yeah. past albums is having that mission. That's interesting. So did you did you have ideas that you said nope, I'm not going to write that now, or did you ha- actually have some other ideas pop up that you just decided not to put on this project? Um, sort of. I, I had a lot of song ideas, but I, I, they might have started out as something more Americana, and mm-hmm. I kind of, um, I kind of maybe we rearranged them to to make them into more of a soul, give them more of a soul vibe. And I was also I was also careful what instruments we had on there. I didn't, you know, mm-hmm. I think one song would have been great with um, pedal steel, but I said no, nope, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I I just don't want. Oh, you were being very made. strict. I was being very very strict because it can be it can very easily just kind of veer off course. Yeah. So I I was being very strict, but I'm really glad because I I, you know, I, I kind of had this goal where if I can't summarize or describe what this album is in like five words or less, then I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so I want to mm-hmm. be able to say, you know, with certainty, this is a soul album or this is an R&B album. This is a soul yeah. album of love songs. That was my goal. So it, it really kind of helps to have that that kind of goal and something to work towards and kind of keeps you disciplined. It keeps you on a, on, on, on a path. So I like that. I think that's interesting because I do feel like sometimes – it is really hard to describe your project. So yeah. having like a, a, that simplicity of like, okay, this is what it is. It's a soul album about with lo- all love songs. Um, you know, maybe that helps to sh- people to share more what you're doing. It really uh, does. Yeah. It really does. Cause it's that's always the first question you're asked. Like people will say, how do you, des- how would you describe this album? And then I would always say something like, well, this is kind of a representation <laughs> of all of my different, all, all my different loves and I, I love R&B and I love jazz and I love country, but, and when, if you can't really describe what you're releasing, how can anyone else do it? It's, yeah. it's, it's even in terms of marketing. So I, you should always write and record what you love, but I think it's, it's really cool to almost have like, have that kind of goal in mind. So, so something I want to do more See, of in the future. I, I like that idea. It's, it, this reminds me. So I've, um, I was playing at this open mic series that has a theme, right? 
Mm-hmm. And I think the theme for that month was blue and I had didn't have any song that was a blue song or with the word blue in it or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm going to write a song for this for that night specifically. And I wrote this great song that I never would have written if I hadn't had that prompt of, okay, like it's a blue song. So maybe even, you know, restricting yourself actually can open up new creative ideas because you're forced to examine what that is in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And and sometimes I also want to tell people like, tell me, give me a topic, like tell me to write about jealousy or tell me mm-hmm. to write about happiness or tell me to write about the sun or, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you do yourself in that way, you can, you can, I, I don't know. I, I definitely think it, it can open up your creativity. Yeah. Anyway. Isn't yeah. that funny? Cause it's sort of like the opposite of what you think, right? Like, Oh, you're putting restrictions on me. That's going to make me less creative, but Maybe that's kind of like what's happening to all of us now. It's like, okay, there's all these restrictions on what we can do. We're forced to be more creative and how yeah, we approach it doesn't, things. It doesn't mean you're there are you're limited in, in the possibilities, you know. It's, yeah. It's, so, so I mean, it's, it's yeah. I, I especially think like you like you said, so this is an album of all love songs, which there's like probably like a million love songs in the world. So you had to figure <laughs> out a way to simply create something new with that yeah 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 so it's it's it was a really cool process and I just kind of became a really it became like a an obsession for me right the writing it really was and it was it was an obsession my life revolved around it 24 7 it was just all I thought about all I did so I I love that I I I kind of get that way with projects I think that's cool too. Like you put so much energy. Down, it's over. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're like, wait, now what do I do? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What am I going to do with the rest of my life? Yeah. I know. Like you're just you just released this, but I mean, you worked on it last year. So have you thought about what you're going to do next? Yeah. No, I always do. I'm kind of like my mind is always on the next thing. Like yeah. I kind of maybe because I have a short attention span, and and you know, by the time an album comes out, it's it's not necessarily old, but it's you know, yeah. I've been sitting for a year, so. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's kind of, you know, some of the songs have been sitting on for a year and a half, two years. So, so it, it's definitely, I'm always kind of moving on to the next thing. I don't like to, I, I like, I like to keep myself out there and stay consistent in, in just putting out new content yeah. and, and new, yeah. and new projects. So I'm going to record more music. I actually um, got some studio gear and set up my guest room as a little studio so that I can cut vocals at home and maybe do some more music with Cody who lives in Mississippi from a distance. Uh-huh. I think now's a good time to do something like that to set up like a little home studio and I think it's kind of at least for the time being that's the way things are going to be going it is crazy how good you can get a recording at home now yeah I have a lot of learning to do but it's going to be nice you know if I it's 3 a.m and I feel like recording vocals I can go in and do it so I like that idea and I'm also going to explore the cooking more so I'm I'm you know, I've been doing a lot of cooking and I'm also in the process of setting up a YouTube channel. I'm going to be um, doing a little cooking show on YouTube. So that's awesome. So that's, yeah, I'm going to do a cooking show and I'm, um, I would like to write a cookbook and maybe release it dig- digitally and just do more with food and, and kind of incorporate, keep incorporating the music with food with the music and and explore that and I I think now is a great time for every artist to kind of you know kind of pull out all your resources and yeah (laughs) 
and, that creative and everything that you can do and, and really kind of explore all your different talents and abilities. And I think now is a really good time to do that. So yeah, I, so I definitely want to do it more of the cooking and I'm working on at some point releasing, not releasing, <laughs> making my own uh, tomato sauce and selling it. And, releasing. Mm. <laughs> and more music and more I, music. Will you, I, I mean, to, isn't it interesting, like tomato sauce, like there's so many variations, right? So yeah. what do you think makes a good sauce? What do I think makes a good sauce? Yeah. I think, again, simple ingredients, ah. basic ingredients. And I think when you're using fresh ingredients like tomatoes or any kind of vegetable, I think putting dried herbs and seasoning or putting too much of it at least kind mm. of takes away from the freshness and that's what gives it that store-bought flavor which I don't not really crazy about so I think if you just use fresh ingredients and kind of avoid putting all of the dry seasoning in that a lot of jarred sauce I see that's a good that, that is it, a good tip that it gives it more of a homemade flavor right. and more of a fresh flavor and mm. so that's that's what my goal would be I make tomato sauce all the time so do you have a recipe online for tomato? Like I'm growing tomatoes for the first time in my life this year and I have so many tomatoes coming in. So mm-hmm. I was like, I got to figure out how to make tomato sauce. But yeah, once again, I've like literally never done that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> tomato sauce with fresh tomatoes in the summer is the best. Oh my gosh. I'm going to find your recipe and I'm going to share it with everybody because that is important. <laughs> So and your music's and- important, but so is your tomato sauce. <laughs> it's very important, and there's so much you could do with it. So I would, I would gladly share my recipe. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about like love songs and how, um, you know, obviously universal they are. But I'm wondering, like, to me, like the world is so weird. Like, how have people felt about having a bunch more love songs in the world to sing along to? Like, people won't still want to do that. I think so. I think, um, I, I know, especially, um, I, I think especially now, you know, I think love song. there are, there are so many love songs, but I love a good love, you song. know, that's kind of one thing that has, <laughs> it, it kind of, it, 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 yeah, it's kind of one yeah. thing that has stood the test of time. And I think the, the love songs on my album also kind of have this theme of yeah. like desperation. It's not like, um, they're not the kind of love songs that like, are about being in a happy relationship. Oh, everyone can relate it's then. About, like, <laughs> a, yeah, it's, it's kind of about obsession and desperation and longing. It's kind of like wanting something instead of yeah. already having it and being happy. So that's <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of the theme. So I think you know it, it's it really is a universal theme, and I think it love songs will always stand the test of time with each generation because each generation is going to fall in love and fall out of love. Yes. And they will need those songs as, as the soundtrack to either their misery you, or their do happiness. Do you sing when you're cooking? So, I always sing. <laughs> I sing all the time, but yeah. Yeah, I do. sometimes. You know, or sometimes really like, I just like to be quiet and focus and, and like just, you know, one, one thing I love about cooking is it does keep yeah. me hyper-focused and, it kind of like clears my mind of everything else. So sometimes I'll listen to music in the background, but right. not too much so that it's just, um, it's kind of almost like cooking is like a meditation for me. So sometimes, m- most of the time I think you I'm should quiet, write but, some songs about cooking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I want good. you to write a song about tomatoes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like, or like, re- 
like sing, oh. sing my recipes. So like write recipes and then turn them into a song, like put a melody like. But you know what? (laughs) Wait, let's explore this for a second because, like, in theory, yes, that could be very cheesy. But if you're not so strict about literally sharing the whole recipe, you could take pieces of that and write an interesting song. Yeah. (laughs) Like fresh tomatoes, fresh tomatoes. Okay, I will consider that. I don't either, but I mean, I'm just envisioning this because, like, literally, if I was cooking with tomatoes, I'd be singing about tomatoes. I would just make up something about tomatoes. (laughs) It would make for an interesting tour when that's it is over i don't know but when i tour restaurants and then at the the merch table you can have like your sauce jars and your um, recipe book (laughs) that would actually be really awesome but it would be hard to transport all that sauce on the road you know (laughs) it would it would be yeah well i'd have to come up with something i'd have to come up with something but that could be a new venture an interesting new venture that i'll definitely have to consider i'll get you in singing chef Uh, yeah so um i just wanted to ask about your i mean you're you have such a powerful voice and it's so like bluesy and rich and like emotion like so much emotion i was wondering like how how have you developed your style and did you have um like i'm sure you had influences um as you did and just just wondering about that yeah, I mean, so many influences. I mean, too many to even name. And sometimes, like, <laughs> my mind goes blank when I'm, I even try all the people. But I, I've just been singing my whole life. And, you know, I just just always growing up, I always tried to emulate the singers that I was listening to and the singers that I loved. And and um, it's just, just, you know, I, I started out listening to, like, a lot of the music that my, my parents mm-hmm. would play, a lot of doo-wop and music from the 50s and 50s and the girl groups and, you know, uh, yeah, I just I love that stuff, and I'd love oh to make God, a duop album. That was my dad's music love, too. That was in my it. house growing I, up. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love duop. And then um, you know, as I got into my early teens, I discovered blues and classic soul, and that kind of became my obsession. And I started emulating those singers, and of course, I got really into like you know Aretha Franklin, uh-huh. and Etta James, and those kind of vocalists and a lot of blues singers, and and just really. Um, kind of discovered that I wanted to sing like them. So I just tried to emulate it and, and, and keep myself open to different styles and, and, and um, just, I guess that's how my, I might developed my voice was just yeah. through singing along many, many, many hours in my bedroom, <laughs> singing along to music. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. it you did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyway, um, yeah, congratulations on Love Me Madly and everything that you've got going on. And it's been a pleasure to talk to you and to listen to your music. I, I can't wait to share this with everybody. Yeah. Thank you so yeah, much. Thanks. thanks for having me. Have a great day. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too. Bye.